This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, this is Craig Huey of Reality Alert Word Podcast, and so glad you're here. And I'm here right now with my beautiful bride, Shelley. Hey, everyone. And Shelley is bright and shining as normal. And, uh, you know, we're looking around at the news and I'm real glad that our guest today is someone who has a perspective far different than us because not only has he been a refugee, um, we're going to find out about his introduction to Jesus Christ and a personal relationship that uh, transpired because of being a refugee and how that happened. Dr. Jill Dalwood, a World Refugee Care. World Refugee Care is helping refugees and really allowing people like our listeners to help out in this refugee crisis. And so, Shelley, as as you're taking a look at the human tragedy, one of the things I've noticed is while governments have created chaos and violence, it's been the church, it's been Christians, it's Mm -hmm. been people coming out and uh, and helping these refugees. And so, tell me about your story, why you care about that. Uh, Thank you for having me. God bless you. I appreciate it. Uh, I came to this country as a refugee in uh, 1982. I was a Christian in Iraq. I grew up a Catholic in Baghdad, Iraq, and we were persecuted, and wars uh, was going on between Iraq and Iran. And the family thought it's better that I flee yes. uh, to protect myself as a young man to be drafted in an army of uh, killing between Shia and Sunni yep. that has nothing to do with a Christian for that matter. And also we were persecuted. Our house used to get stoned when, wow. we, were, when we were growing up. Uh, yes. I, I was beat up uh, by my teacher in schools mm. uh, when I was growing up. So. Uh, that created was that because you were a Christian? Yes. Uh, so when you were a student, these things happened when you were grade school age? Yes, when I was in elementary school. I can't even imagine. You know, people here, honestly, they're so concerned about bullying, which they should be, or, um, you know, drugs at school or gangs at school. But because you're a Christian, yes. you're getting beaten up. Yes. That's a concept that American people do not understand. That's, Honestly, uh, they unfortunately, don't. Unfortunately, that's, uh, that's what took place with me because there is a religion class, and if you don't attend, the teacher will know you are a Christian. Oh, and wow. When he found out, he stopped picking on me. Mm. So he asked me to, get a, to cut my hair to the discipline there to have a short haircut on a Monday, and Monday is a national day for a hairdresser to be off. So the next day I went to school in the morning without a haircut. So he pulled me from my hair in front of the whole school, Ooh. chopped oh. my hair in certain areas, oh. and he gave me a few uh, sticks to my hands oh. uh, for uh, not doing what he wanted me to do. But the background I knew because I'm a Christian. Right. Yes. And so, um, but, you know, my grandparents also were refugees from Turkey in 1915 when they killed oh. three million Christians yes, in Turkey. Yes, Armenian massacre. Yes, yeah. uh, uh, they killed any Christians. So yes. we were, uh, my ethnic group is uh, Aramaic speaking. Yes. 
So they fled. My grandparents fled to Iraq, and that's where my parents were born in the north side of Iraq, and then I was born in Baghdad. So my family, uh, even though my parents were not educated, but they know what's going on in the world. Right. And they said, son, we'd rather see you safe than be with us and be killed. Wow. So I had to leave. Yes. And these pictures in Ukraine is the picture of me also, where I said bye to my father and he's crying in the middle of the street in Baghdad while the bus is moving away and the Lord protected me because I fled basically and I wasn't supposed to flee but the Lord blinded the official government people and I was able to flee to Rome but in Rome I didn't know any soul yes and uh, landed in Rome. How old were you, Jaleel, when 18. that happened? You were 18. Yeah, that picture in the On cover the of the book. The book is a picture of Jaleel when he was 18. And he looks exactly the same. <laughs> except for you have a little bit more curls in your hair. Uh, and a more, more... Very, very handsome man with a, a great smile at the age of 18. And if this is the picture of you yes. having left everything... Yes. And still having the joy. That's um, uh, that's a grace of God because in Rome, when I made it to Rome, God also was, you know, the Bible says in the Old Testament that the Lord looks at three people with intentional care, the orphans and widows and the strangers. Mm. That's right. And uh, that and also He uh, asked Israel to be kind to the strangers because they were once strangers in Egypt. So he, he has a lot of laws about how to deal with uh, strangers. And the book of Ruth is the greatest mm-hmm. example of that mm-hmm. relationship of how God loved them and how, what he did with, with Boaz and that yes. story there. So uh, in, in Rome, uh, uh, the Lord really cornered me and I attended a place called the American Club. And I didn't know what it was, but I was surprised to see an American talking Uh about God. I was thinking that surprised me because I didn't know American believed in the Lord Jesus Mm -hmm. and believers. Mm. Our idea is a stereotype. Americans are Hollywood. Like we are stereotyped. We're all all terrorists. Right, right. You know, so, (laughs) so, uh, uh, you know, I was surprised. And then um, when they attended Bible study and uh, the missionary there... Uh, shared the gospel and I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior. As a refugee, and they were reaching out to refugees. They were reaching out to refugees, and mainly they were there for uh, the Jews who were coming from the Eastern Bloc, Russia, Ukraine, and yes. and uh, all these nations, yes. Poland and East Germany. Uh, uh, President Reagan had an agreement with the uh, Eastern uh, R- R- Bloc and Russia, if you allow the Jews to, f- to leave if they wanted to, and uh, uh, we would sell you wheat. Wow. And that's the agreement. That is so powerful and such a great story, kind of lost in history, but it mm. shows the power of what a, a president can do for good. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And, and, and it's, it's a, it's a, it touched me that even the Bible, we came to faith in Christ through Jews, yes. through Paul and Peter and, mm-hmm. yes. and John. Yes. And that's what happened to me as well. Wow. You know, because of them, yes. I got to hear the gospel. Wow. So God <laughs> is merciful and gracious to us. And I was able to 
uh, trust the Lord and the man loved me. Yes. He invited me to his house. Yeah. He fed me as a meal, as a refugee. Mm -hmm. And he, he did discipleship with me. Uh, so we created a friendship and it's still continuing even today. Right. We wow. are still friends, me and him. Wow. We are in touch. Is he still in Italy? He's uh, he's now in America. Okay. Uh, he works uh, reaching out to the Jews in in, uh, in America. Wow. For Christ. So. <laughs> that's awesome. But he was for the he is with the Slavic mission, and that's the event that's taking place is in Ukraine is they are considered to be the Slavic yeah. mission. So I'm trying to uh, the event is taking place is most current. So we, I'm trying to develop some kind of system to work with them in helping these people, and uh, we'll see what God, how God leads it. But I do help. Uh, uh, we help every month 40 to 50 families, uh, persecuted Christian families. They are refugees in, in uh, uh, around Iraq. Uh, some of them inside Iraq, displaced. Some of them in Turkey. Some of them in Lebanon. Wow. Uh, we help them. Uh, financially and then also in Europe we train leaders uh, f among refugees we train pastors I, uh, so, so you're concentrating on helping our brothers and sisters in Christ Amen. who are the refugees yes that is so awesome that's really mm -hmm. amazing and, 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 and you know I think it's hard for us to put ourselves in the shoes of somebody going to a new country a new culture not knowing anything um, explain to me how that feels. It's very hard. I didn't see my parents for 10 years. And uh, I did not... Uh, it took the family 23 years to get together. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an emotionally draining uh, issue. But God uh, gives you the strength to deal with it one day at a time. And, you know, uh, like they went through the Kuwait War. And and I didn't have any news from them, and I'm here, yeah. and I couldn't watch the news oh, because wow. it was wow. a, it was a killing field, and yes. I didn't know. I have my brothers, and yeah. they were drafted into the Iraqi army, and they right. can't do nothing about it. Yeah. And yet the Lord protected them, mm. and the Lord delivered to me news about yeah. them, even though there were no communication whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, one of my brothers was uh, in Kuwait. Uh, and uh, the, there were 10,000 Iraqi soldiers in Kuwait yes. and yet uh, my brother uh, found a USA Today reporter in Kuwait and he gave him my number and he asked him to call me and tell me that we are good, doing alright and we are surviving. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> wow. And, wow. Uh, so God so is good. I, I have to imagine that you were asking God, you were banging on the door <laughs> saying, God, please show me that my family's okay. Will you please give me a sign my family's okay? I have to guess that you were doing that. Uh, I, I was burdened and hurt and, yeah. for them. Yeah. And uh, not knowing what's taking place with them. And the Lord, uh, you know, heard my cry inside. And mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's yeah. uh, it's a powerful uh, example for many people that are here in this country that may have never experienced what you've experienced personally, but they have prodigals. They have a son or a daughter that's missing, you know, and they're separated and they don't know where they are. 
They have no communication, mm. and the pain is just as real. Even though they have a clue where they are, they're in this country, right? Yes. And, but they don't know if they're safe. So I, 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 I'm thinking of that, that pain is very similar. So for someone to relate to your story here, yes. that's a very uh, common thing. What did you do during that time to, to, you said in your heart you were crying out to God, but did you feel like there was anything else that you could do to try to uh, have your faith grow in that area? When, you are in, uh, when your family is going through war and things that are beyond you, you can do nothing but pray. Yep. And That's what and I thought you were going <laughs> to say. And, 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 and wait for, amen, amen. And wait for the providence of the Lord. Yes. Mm. One of the most amazing things about our Lord is He provides answers for us. Yes, He does. He hears us. And when we're aching, He knows. The Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. You, uh, you have seen God hear your prayers. You've seen Him miraculously work in mysterious ways from 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 the time of giving you an opportunity to hear the gospel and accept Christ, seeing his providence in so many different ways. Yes. How do we apply that to what's going on now in the Ukraine where we're, we're seeing these people fleeing with one bag, with uh, you know husbands, sons, brothers left behind? What, what is, as Christians here in America, how, how, can, how can we respond? What should we be doing? It, it's heartbreaking. Yes. It is really heartbreaking. Yes. It's difficult. But I need to tell you, brother and sister, this. That not to be, you know, sound like super spiritual. Yes. But, but really, according to Acts 17, the Lord decide our boundaries Yes. Uh, the Paul told the people of Athens for one reason only, and that reason is to kn that we might know Him yes. and mm -hmm. might feel His touch to our heart. Yes. So the Lord allowed this problem to develop. As far as my concern, they mean it for evil, but God means it for good. Amen. Mm -hmm. And yes. we will see people coming to faith more than uh, ever before. Yes. Wow. Like He did with me, He will do with them. Oh, that's, that's right. So awesome. uh, and, and, and what we see is maybe turmoil and sadness yes. and tragedy. Yes. But the Lord is not going to let this pass without people getting to know Him. And the biggest stories we have in the Bible also is Joseph's story where he was mistreated, you know, annihilated and kicked out and sold and everything, yet at the end he is yeah. second man in a kingdom. Yes. So I, I would say we have hope in the Lord and the Lord, as I said in the beginning, he looks at everybody, loves everybody, but he pays special attention to orphans and widows and strangers. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so he will not leave them. And the that church is, so is his powerful. hand. Yes. We are right. his hand. Yes. Yeah. You and I and yes. we are here are his hand. And we need to stay away from the uh, too much focus on the political. But yeah. we need to do our job is to love the Lord and to love our neighbor. And our neighbor is whoever we can help. That's our neighbor. Yeah. So we can get so focused on the politics of it, the, 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 the good things, the bad things the U.S. is doing, the good things, the bad things Russian and Ukrainians are doing. But when we look at the 
uh, refugees. God is at work. Amen. There is an opportunity for Christians to serve. The opportunity for Christians to witness of the love of Jesus, Amen. to be able to help provide for the needs of the people there, and, 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 and this this is really the time for the church to mobilize in prayer, mobilize in financial resources to Amen. help, to be able to maybe God's putting on the heart of some of our listeners right now to get on a plane and work with a ministry in the Ukrainian area along the border helping these refugees who have no home feel they have no hope Mm -hmm. and be able to share the love of Jesus with them this is such a great opportunity your message is so powerful because it's so different than the world's where they're talking about how can the government be able the government's not going to do anything the bureaucracy is going to be too late but Christians can act now Right. Shelly, what do you think? So um, what, do you, what would you recommend that a Christian does that's listening to this broadcast right now? Like, Can you tell them specifically how would, they could I help? I would say for, for, uh, to partner with a ministry such as ours that help refugees by contributing, by praying, uh, to support uh, World Refugee Care, the organization that I, I'm doing uh, this work with refugees with the persecuted church. But also for those, like you suggested, to go there, but for some people who cannot, God just brought two and a half million crossing the border to yes. our country. Yes. We need to reach out to them. The yes, Lord brought right. them. Maybe it's, they are illegals, but God yes. is, to God, they are his, his creation. Right, right. And he, he wants them to know him. Yes. Right. So they can hear refugees here and uh, that we, we can reach out to them. So if you can help, there is a financial help you yes. can help. If you can go, like you mentioned, yes. it's wonderful. You can go, go. Yes. And if you cannot go uh, and you cannot give, maybe you can support refugees here. We The last few years, we've had the Iraqi refugees, the Syrian, the Afghanis, yeah. and now we have the Ukrainians. They're yes. going to come sooner right. or later. And this is our opportunity. The church needs to be proactive and reaching out and sharing the gospel yes. because the Lord is near. Yes. That's so awesome. Wow. Honey, any I'm, last minute I'm thoughts? I'm so inspired, Jaleel. I really am so grateful that you shared your story with us because your face is a face of a revivalist. You mm. went through hell, literally went through hell, and God took you and saved you and, and transformed you and has used your story to fuel revival fires in, in every person that's hearing that's right, right now. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's what they're hearing. Can it you, is can about you His imagine? grace, really. Absolutely. By His grace. And can you imagine if the church, for, for, for the refugees here in the U.S., if Christians were being mobilized for that, mm-hmm. there might be a new revival. There might be a new Spirit of God just sweeping across Europe. Amen. And... and, and, and that what, what could happen what could be just unbelievable. Um, but even if it's just to help one person. Amen. And, 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 and so God, God's Amen. providence, God, God's there. The President book, Reagan said that if you, you can't help everybody, but you can help one person, there you can you do go. it. That's right. And he had a great love for uh, uh, refugees that is amazing. Even yeah. in his last speech, he was talking about 
America, refugee who say America has freedom, and, and that's why. And I think why. that love for the refugee come, came from his love for Jesus. Amen. So the book is called The Refugee, A Story of God's Grace and Hope on One Man's Road to Refuge. Amen. Powerful. How can they learn more? How can they learn how to maybe donate to the world refugee care or volunteer to open their house or open their church to Amen. be able to help people? How can I mean, they do that? I mean, you can contribute to all the refugee care uh, and organizations similar to like the Slavic mission that I came to faith through them. And that's their work. They're working on the border between uh, Ukraine and Poland. Uh, you can pray. Uh, you can ask your church. Eventually, they're going to start coming here also, I am very sure. Yeah. So there is a lot to be done. And yes. you can contribute financially. You can pray you can help, you can go, you can ask how you can help an organization like Slavic Mission as well. And as they are on the border, uh, you know, they can the get Slavic, involved. Um, it's called the Slavic Mission. Yes. Yes, that is a separate organization. But They've been I around came to faith th through them. I got and it. And I'm thankful to the Lord for them. Right. And they are there on yeah. the ground. Uh, we can help uh, contributions uh, like send to organizations that are doing the literal work on the border mm. right there. We can contribute to them, but there's people already over there right now that we can contribute to them the way they can oh, do the great. work. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So there's, there's answers for all the listeners out there that want to help and feel like they're making a difference. And all the news footage that you see of the refugees coming across that you know you you're the one that can make a difference in these people's lives and you can go to worldrefugeecare.org that's Jaleel Daywood's organization and see what resources there can help you and um, now you have solutions amen it's so awesome thank amen. you so much really Jaleel. appreciate it everyone please this is a time for action amen. let's help these refugees um, we have the ability, praise God, we have the, 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 the strength. We have, we have a guidance as to what to do. So let's do Amen. it. Yeah. Amen. All right. God bless you God all. Bless Thanks you. so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, God bless you guys. Thank you. Awesome. Amen. That was Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.